Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent you. We finally got there, the playoffs. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here. The SI Design and Printing 2A show right here on L4 Media. And we're finally at uh, the part of the year that we like best, and that is the playoffs, Mr. Goodwin. It's only fitting that it's like 85 degrees as we talk about this here in That'll November. all change Thursday, though. Oh, yeah, another cold front. It looks like we're finally going to get to where we're mainly in the 60s, a little 70s. We always have one week in the playoffs where we have a weird 80-degree week, but it's starting to feel more like uh, playoff football. And so this is the 2A show, and since this is the first time we've ever done a 2A playoff show from this point on, uh, here's how we do it. We pick every game. That's really it. Uh, we won't talk every game. Uh, we'll talk key games or games that are interest of us. We don't ever really tell each other what those games are. So there might be multiple ones in a region. We don't have a set, but we just talk, we pick every game and then we just talk a few of those games. Uh, and it's funny that, you know, this is our first two, a thing, but you know, old school two a, you and I, we're always talking about that. And, and whenever I legitimately, whenever I think of Texas high school football, two, a will always stick out and it's, it's it goes back to like Salina versus Quan Crosby, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I I legitimately say Salina versus Quan Crosby. Nothing against everybody else that played with Crosby, but in that game, it literally was Salina versus him, and one of the most epic games I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And then you know, <clears throat> Mark also had a, a classic against Lone Oak. Oh yeah, back then over in Arlington at uh, Maverick Stadium. Oh, Maverick Stadium. So yeah, that that that's kind of what two way means to me uh, that and then uh and i like that we're getting more teams starting to do this thanksgiving football mm-hmm. I, I love the playoffs and i love the third Still round not and, enough of them though and, and you know it's funny it, it, it just everybody always com- thinks like oh that's going to take away from it but it di- doesn't no, and, and I, I still contend that if you ever wanted to take football out of the summer start it a little later and play it through Christmas like 5A and 6A did during COVID. That actually was kind of cool that on Christmas weekend we had, what was it, region, I think state semifinal football. Yeah, yeah I know. But, I, I like it the way it is. <laughs> no, I mean, I like I it the way it is. I'm just saying. Christmas. I just wouldn't hate it because more and more, it's funny, we always talk about, you always talk about traffic in the Dallas-Fort Worth area more and more drives you crazy. More and more August and September is just so unbearable for football. Yeah. Like, it's just so uncomfortable. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the old man complaints. We're here to talk about football. We're going to start. You can still stay off my lawn, though. Yes, please stay okay. off my lawn. Oh, and I just want to remind everybody, if you did not hear last week, the Texas Rangers won the World Series. I might just say that every every show for every week till the rest of the 2023 season. I'm sick because of it, but I so am so happy for it. But anyway, here we go. Class 2A, Division One. And if you're watching on video, you see we have the brackets up so that you can follow at home. And also that way we don't have to worry about seeing our ugly faces the whole time. Let's start Class 2A Division 1, Region 1, Stratford 10-0 versus Sundown 3-7. This game is Thursday, 7 p.m., Canyons Happy State Bank Stadium. This will be one. Great stadium. (coughs) Yes, and excuse me, I still have a cold, so I'm still coughing. This won't be one we won't talk too much about. Stratford wins, names their score. Yeah, Stratford with the good uh, defense, really good defense, and a quarterback in uh, uh, Bryce Braden, dual-threat quarterback, really good receiver in Julio Valdez. 
Um, I think they uh, run rough shot over sundown. Rush shot over sundown. You like that? Yeah, I do actually. Uh, they they will play the winner of. Can I use that on all the shows? Rough shot or yes, you can. You, okay, it's now trademarked to Grant Goodwin. Well, uh, I don't need trademark. <clears throat> they will take on the winner of Stanford eight and one versus Four Sand eight and two Friday seven p.m. at the venerable Sweetwater's Mustang Bowl. Now we talk about you know most of these four or these first round games are pretty much walkovers and all that. This one's an interesting one. Four yeah. Sand on the air. Their only two losses were to Gahoma and Ozona. Uh, they're eight, as we said, eight and two. We've talked Stanford all year. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, you know, Stanford has uh, outscored their opponents 403 to 95, but Forsan, you know, they beat Sonora 24 to 22 last week. So, uh, you know, Forsan's coming in not uh, with an empty bag. I like Stanford, but this could be a good one. One of the best ones in Region 1 to a Division 1. Uh, yeah, I agree. And last year, uh, Forsan won this game. In a, I don't know if that was an upset or not. I know a lot of people thought Stanford was going to make a good run, uh, but they lost that game 21-14. to 14. Uh, In this one, what, are your, what is your pick? Uh, I like Stanford. I think it'll be Stanford and Stratford in the second round, but I think uh, Stanford will have to fight tooth and nail to pull this one out though i think it could be very close uh, give me coach jason phillips and the buffaloes of force and they get the two yeah they beat them last year i'm going to say that they're going to beat them this year okay you know stanford uh played with um was it holly last week yeah i lost 34 30 really yeah. good game yeah. really good game all I right mean, both of these teams their one loss and and force Sand's two losses are all three really good quality losses. Mm-hmm. All right. New Deal and uh, Stennett West Texas uh, <laughs> being played Thursday over at Wildcat Stadium in uh, Amarillo, 7 o'clock. New Deal 7 and 3. Uh, West Texas 5 and 5. Give me New Deal. I like that quarterback, uh, Dallas Sumner and uh, Slade Martin at running back. Uh, New Deal's uh, defense been pretty good. Uh, so I like uh, New Deal to take on the winner of Ozona and Cisco. First of all, who do you like? Yeah, I like one? New Deal in this one. Uh, West Texas has just been really inconsistent this year. Hence, they're five and five. Uh, they take on, as you're about to say, Ozona six and four versus Cisco six and four. Friday, seven p.m. at Colorado City's Wolf Stadium. Give me, man. I, I want to say Cisco because I'm saying Cisco. I, I'm going to go to because when you Oops. look at who the Lobos have lost to all year, I mean, it has been just. It, it's been a. I'll pull them up real quick. It feels like we talked a bunch about them on the 3A show at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we, of course, have talked about them on the 2A show. Uh, they're four and six, and their four losses all, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, they're, yeah, they're four and six, and their losses were to Clyde, Wall, and Breckenridge in Jacksboro, and then by 12 to Stanford, and then by nine or to, by 11 against Holly last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you're talking about teams, all of them are in the playoffs. And honestly, all of them outside of maybe Breckenridge and technically Stanford, because I think Forsan is going to upset them or beat them. All the other teams, Clyde, I know Clyde faltered a couple weeks ago, but I still think Clyde has a couple rounds in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jacksboro has shown that they're a really good team and they might have three rounds in them. Holly, probably a region finalist. So I, I just think that Cisco's losses are way more uh, impressive than Ozona's. Yeah. All right. I do Sonor- think this is a good game, though. Oh, yeah. I think it could be as well. All right. Sonora and Anson uh, over at the Mustang Bowl on Thursday. Um, I got Sonora in this one. Yeah, I got Sonora. They can, I don't want to say name their score, but it'll be comfortable. Yeah. And they'll take on the winner of Olton and Farwell. Uh, Olton, uh, seven and three. Their quarterback, Raymond Ramirez. Uh, re- uh, running back, uh, Isaiah Ruiz, with about 1,050 yards rushing. They're taking on a pretty good Farwell team, though, that's sitting here at seven and three as well. Uh, Jonathan Armstrong, quarterback, is dual threat. Corey uh, Stancil at, at running back. Give me Farwell on this one. Yeah, I like Farwell as, to, Farwell as well. Uh, they lost a uh, panhandle in Stratford, as you talked about. This is a team that 12 games has been their glass ceiling the last five mm-hmm. years. 10-2, 7-4, 7-4, 8-3, 9-3. And, and, and I think for them, they feel that this might be a year that they could finally get to that third play at Thanksgiving. And, and I think they started off with a, a win this week. But I do think it's a 7-10 to 10 point game. Yeah. All right, Holly eight and two versus Anthony three and six. Winks Wildcat Stadium Thursday six p.m. Holly, they can probably name their score. Yeah, they will name their score here. Uh, Panhandle nine and one versus Tahoka four and six. Friday again at Canyons Happy State Bank uh, Stadium seven thirty p.m. A very underrated. You said at the beginning, great stadium, very underrated stadium out there. It gets kind of lost with Grande and a couple of those in that area, but man, Canyon, we drove past that uh, a couple times. Uh, when we, I went to. Uh, 
Yeah, you went. You've been to a, a doubleheader, yeah, uh, playoff say, game a few years. I almost said a couple games, but yeah. it was all at once. Uh, yeah, we when we went to Colorado a couple of years ago, me and the girlfriend, we drove past there, and it was just it's just out there, and I had to drive up and look. I, I've got that from you now. If I haven't been to a stadium mm-hmm. in a town in Texas, and I have time. I'll just drive by and just go through the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, if you're within a 20 mile radius, yeah. you uh, go and you take a picture. And yeah, exactly. Uh, last year when we went down to Galveston or to uh, down to Palacios, I had to go to Palacios just because I'd never been there. I wanted yeah. to see what it looked like. But anyway, all right, let's go to Region Two now. Did, well, did we pick uh, Panhandle oh, and well, Tahoka? Holly will much. take on the winner of Panhandle Tahoka, assuming Holly uh, pulls it out against Anthony. And I think Panhandle can name their score. Yeah, Panhandle nine and one. Yeah. That's up a really good second round match, Panhandle and Holly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think Holly's yeah, still I mean, one, of, yeah, Holly, one of the favorites. I mean, you know, and, and and by the way, we will do that at the, the – let's go ahead and do it now. This is what we usually do. Uh, each week, we, we, we don't pick a state champ every week, mm-hmm. but each week we uh, we kind of do our – who we think is going to win the region. Mm-hmm. I, I think Holly wins the region. Um, I think it's – I think it comes down to Holly and Stratford. I'm not sure just yet, but I think that's your region final. Okay. Well, right. we'll, we'll, we'll go region final then. Okay. All right. Now let's go to region two and Toller nine and one versus Trenton four and six Thursday, 7 p.m. Fort Worth Rangers Stadium. Uh, the Rattlers will name their score. Yeah. I heard Peyton Brown might be back as well. Boy, that you want to that's talk huge. about a shot in the arm because not only is he great, but they're not reliant on, not that they ever were reliant, but you know what I mean? Yeah. One of the top players in the state and all that. Now, if they can figure out how to work him in where he's, you know, that's just adds such a different, Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's a big boost. Yeah. And, and they'll play. Uh, they will play the winner of Riesel and Cayuga uh, being played over in Madisonville on Friday. Give me Riesel in this one. Give me Riesel, but th- this is two a today where Toller Cayuga could be a second round matchup. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that would have been region. That'd have been state semifinals a, a bunch of years yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Dakota, Nakona, excuse me, eight and one versus De Leon, six and four Friday. Weatherford's Kangaroo Stadium, another great stadium. Seven p.m. I, I've got Nakona in this one. I've got De Leon. This uh, one, really? Yeah, I think De Leon will uh, pull the slight upset. I like De Leon, and they'll take on the winner of uh, Italy and Crawford being played over in West on Thursday. Uh, give me Crawford in this one. I think it's going to be Crawford and De Leon in the area round. Yeah, I'm curious to see if you know we, we, we've all talked about it for Toller. Crawford has been their kryptonite. Mm-hmm. And Crawford this year has struggled, but you know they feel like they might be riding the ship a little bit. I'm curious to see if they're able to get to Toller if there's any, if there's any you know mental hangup still for the Rattlers. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Axel nine and zero uh, versus Valley Mills six and four. McGregor's Bulldog Stadium Friday at seven p.m. Who do you have? Uh, I like Axel, man. Their defense is only allowed about seven points a game on average. Yeah, this is in a year that it feels like, especially at the two A level, and of course, you know Honeygrove got all the talk. It feels like so many teams are playing great defense, and the Horns are one of those. You know that they on the year had five shutouts. Uh, the most points scored against them was against Dawson, who we talked about turned out to be a pretty solid team. And when uh, when the Longhorns beat them twenty two to twenty, I just I just think the Longhorns have a defense to play for a couple of rounds. All right, and they will take on the winner of Tioga and Hamilton uh, being played over in Brock on Thursday. Give me Hamilton. In this yeah, one. give me Hamilton. I know they're six and four, but they the, the, their district's pretty tough, and I like them in this game. Yeah, Marlins eight and two versus Kern six and four Friday Hewitt Panther Stadium. Give me Marlin. I think this is. Thursday. Oh, excuse me, Thursday. You're right. You're right. It's Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Marlon, man, they're loaded. Uh, Roderick Suter's at quarterback. Mario uh, uh, Havwood, I think it is, um, at at running back. Uh, I I really like Marlon. Marlon can make some hay in this region, by the way. I would not be shocked to see Marlon in the region finals. Yeah, and it's crazy to say that if they could get there, what a great feel-good story that could be with – you know, once a power with all the issues they've had, not not on the field, off the field with education and, right, and all yeah. that, for them to be able to, to it, it, it was a crazy start for the season. Yeah, and and but I think it, I think instead, one it was one of those situations where instead of fighting it, the community rallied around it. I think it's mm-hmm. made them a better program. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's now move on. They'll take on the winner of Coleman eight and two versus Alvord six and three. This game is seven p.m. at Brecker Ridge's Buckaroo Stadium on Thursday. 
Great stadium uh, great as well. Stadium, very good stadium. I, you know, I think this. I, I think Coleman wins this game, but I think the Bulldogs are going to give them a tougher matchup than people think. I was really impressed last week. Uh, Alvard lost to Nakona twenty-eight to twenty, and, and mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good loss for them. On the air, they're six and three. Uh, they lost to Tioga pretty bad. They lost to Tom Bean, and that was that weird one, and that kind of got Tom Bean in the playoffs. And I still think Coleman wins. But I don't think it's going to be a name your own score. I think it's going to be a comfortable win. But I think they're going to have to fight for it. I, I kind of feel the same way. I think Coleman uh, walks out, I think, uh, with the win uh, in Breckenridge. But I think it's close for a half, yeah. maybe even three quarters. And, and I think you'll see a lot of that. In the, you always see a lot of that in the first round of the playoffs. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, I mean, even even in the, the blowouts, usually you're the, the underdog is literally playing for their life. All the cliches. The coaches are using that in the locker room all week. And also the coaches usually pull out some things that you haven't seen on film. Mm -hmm. And we've got to the point where football now, it literally is what you've seen and what you haven't seen. If if you, if you call the play at the right time, no matter the athleticism, you're going to get something out of it. It's just the way team scheme so much. And, and so you'll get that, but I just think the blue cats are in there just, but all right. So who do you think, who, who's your region final in this one? Uh, region final. I'm going to go ahead and say that um, I, I think it's um, Toller and Marlin. I do too. I, I think so too. I, this just feels more and more like it's the Rattlers year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I don't know. I, they, they might have some of those, 54 to 10 scores, and it might be later into the rounds of the playoffs than we're expecting. I just think they're really good this year. All right, Region 3, Cooper, Cooper, 9 and 1 versus Frankston, 7 and 3. Uh, this game is at another really good stadium, Thursday, 7 p.m. at Emory's Wildcat Stadium. You know, again, Cooper is Cooper, and they're going to win, but this is a tougher first round opponent than I was expecting for them. Maybe so, but I, I'll tell you the triple headed monster at running back for Cooper is going to dominate this game. Yeah, uh, Markel Smith, Adrian Maps, and uh, Cannon Ingram. They're, I just don't see Frankson being able to uh, stop Cooper. And really, I don't think they can uh, keep up with, you know, points wise with uh, Cooper. I think, you know, matching possessions, Frankston's not going to be able to do that. Yeah, and Frankston's issue this year is when they've played good offenses, they give up points. Mm-hmm. They give up 36 to Grayflin at the beginning of the year, 50 to Harleston, and then 68 a couple weeks ago in district to Beckville. Now, what they can do is score, but Collinsville's a better offense, and Cooper was able to take the time off the clock against them. Yeah, I think they'll do it against them. Again, this is one of those games. It wouldn't surprise me to see Frankston hit a couple plays early, and it be 21-14 at half, Cooper, and then it ends up 56-28 to 28 or something like that. Yeah, they'll take on the winner of Groton and Shelbyville, which is being played over in Nacogdoches at Dragon Stadium on Thursday. Uh, give me Groton in this one, but I think Shelbyville's good enough to make Shelbyville's this somewhat a, close. Yeah, they played in a really good district this year, losing to Timpson and Garrison and those likes, mm-hmm. but I, I like Groton this year. and What a story they've been. They bounced back from 3-8 and eight last year. They have a really good – he's not he's – not, a Rodney Thomas, but Brian Thomas, a cousin of, is a pretty good athlete for them. He has over fifteen hundred total yards on the year, like twenty five touchdowns. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just, I, 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 I don't know. I, I like, I, I like Groveton, but I think this is going to be a one possession game. Yeah. All right, Beckville versus Alba Golden. This is going to get ugly. Yeah, and this I know is Alba over Golden at uh, Rose Stadium and Tyler. Another great stadium. Yeah, uh, Beckville. You know they had moved Jacoby Williams early in the season to quarterback yeah. and what a move that's been. Um, Jacoby is obviously a threat uh, running the football, one of the best runners uh, in the state of Texas in class two A. but he's also got really good receivers in Austin Berry and uh, Aiden Harris. Yeah. So that is a very formidable Beckville uh, offense. I don't think Alba Golden's, wants any part of that no, uh, I, at the end of the game. And Alba Golden's had a really good season, seven and three and, and, yeah, yeah, I know Cooper and Honeygrove are in that district, but that district is n- none of them. Even I don't even know if Cooper this year, you know, let, let's remember Joaquin upset Beckville, so Cooper didn't even have to go through Beckville last year. Uh-huh. I don't know if even Cooper this year has the athleticism that Beckville does. Yeah. Um, and so, I, 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 yeah, I think Beckville names their own score. All right, they'll take on the winner of Garrison and Jewett Leon. Garrison 9-1, and one, Leon 5-5. Five and five. This is over at the Tomato Bowl Thursday uh, in Jacksonville, uh, give me Garrison all day long, man. Yeah. They played ten, uh, Timpson to to the ropes. Yeah, again, back to back years. Speaking of, 
you look at some of these, you know, I talk about Cooper and Beckville, but look at these second round matchups that we're going to have. And then third round, you're talking about Cooper and Beckville in the third round. Yeah. And then, Beckville Garrison in the second, second round. round. That's, that's where I was about to go next. <laughs> I mean, you're just talking about we, we in 3A, we've talked about region three, and it's it's different as far as where the region is, but it's the same thing. Yeah. You're talking about you get one week in the playoffs, guys, to kind of have your way. After that, you better be locked in or you're gonna be sitting at home yeah, really quick. Buckle up those chin straps. Yep. Some good teams are gonna be playing in the basketball tournaments in November, just saying. All right, Timpson ten and zero taking on Corgan Camden three and seven over in Lufkin on Friday. Can be Timpson. Any objections to that one? Like it being played? No, I'm I'm fine with it being played. <laughs> yeah, Timpson will name their school. All right, they'll take on the winner of Halton and Wolf City. Halton seven and three. Wolf City eight and two. This is over in Grand Saline on Friday. Give me Halton, but yeah. it could be close. I think it'll be close, but again, Wolf City just doesn't see the athleticism that that Harlton has all year has seen all year and I think Halton's pretty athletic this year and, yeah. and I, I just think the Wildcats win that one all right and then Centerville eight and two taking on four and six West Sabine Thursday and die ball uh give me Centerville they got a stout defense uh they're running back uh or two running backs and Andrew Newman and Zentiel Holly are really good playing by in front of that really good defense uh I think they'll I don't know if they name their score about uh, against West Sabine, but I, I think, they think it score. will be very comfortable. And they'll take on the winner of eight and one Honeygrove and five and four or city Thursday in Sulphur Springs. Uh, Honeygrove, we all know about their defense have only given up 39 points all season. Give me Honeygrove, Honeygrove and Centerville next week in the second round will be fun. Well, I, you know, last year, uh, Centerville beat Honeygrove in the first round. And, and so it's going to be interesting if it happens. And I think it will. I, I do think kind of funny that Or City is playing in the playoffs as much as we've talked about Or City off the record, mm -hmm. just in me and you and Matt Steph. And I love this. But by the way, they have a great stadium. That, yeah. That's one of those places you don't know how the great stadium. They have a great stadium. All right. So in this packed region, mm -hmm. what are you feeling right now? And by the way, these can change through the weeks. So that's the whole point of why we kind of do it each week. We reset our region uh, finals matchup. Right now, who do you have? I've got uh, Timpson and Beckville in the Region 3 um, uh, final. Yeah, right now I'm feeling the same way. But I would not well. be surprised to see Garrison sneak in there. Or Cooper. I, I think that I think the yeah, top Cooper half. Yeah, could, yeah. I, I, I think there could be a case that the, the top half of this bracket, you're going to have to earn your way to Timpson. Absolutely. And, and, and it's the region of doom. Right yeah, it really here, right? is. But if you're Timpson, you've got a pretty, I'm not going to say easy path, but I don't think you're challenged. Until the region finals. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, as long as Timpson stays healthy, man, they're a threat yeah, all the way. And that's why sees, that's why seeding is still very, very important in yeah. high school football. All right, let's finish up with Region 4 here in Division 1. Holland 10-0 and versus Harper 5-5. Five and five. Buddha Shelter Stadium, Thursday, 7 p.m. Give me Holland. They name their score. Yeah, Holland undefeated. They'll stay undefeated, <laughs> and they'll take on the winner of Freer and Shiner. Freer 7-2. and two. Uh, Shiner four and six this is over in Pleasanton on Friday. Give me Shiner in this one. Yeah, give me Shiner in this one as well. Shiner Holland be a great oh, second yeah, round matchup. Very match good. Up. And Shiner just I'm not not saying they're making a region threat, but I think they're starting to kind of round into form. And, and as coaches well, will look tell at you, the schedule they play. Well, exactly. And and coaches will tell you when you're playing a lot of juniors and sophomores. By this point of the year, they're all sophomore or seniors and juniors. Right. And, and Shiner's. You know, the talent hasn't left them. It's just they're young this year. Yeah. They literally returned only five total starters from last year's team. So, and no Brooks. Well, yeah, that, that, <laughs> they're, 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 they're scouring the earth side for that now. Uh, Mason 10 and 0 versus Thrall 6 and 4. This is at Marble Falls Mustang Stadium, Thursday, 7 p.m. Give me the punchers. Yeah, give me uh, the Mason punchers. They've outscored their opponents 419 to 128. Yeah, they, they kind of, you know, it's funny because. A lot of it in this region or in this division, honestly, is everybody's looking at Timpson and Refrio and then whoever they end up playing. Mm -hmm. But Mason has not been talked enough about this year. No, they haven't. I mean, and they, we have barely talked. We about barely it. talked about. It. They started off the year upset, upsetting at the time Coleman twenty nine to twenty. They beat Wall fourteen to seven right before district. They weren't really challenged in district uh, except for Je Johnson City, the very first district game, twenty eight to twenty seven. I think the punchers are going to play for a while. Yeah, uh, they'll take on the winner of Ganado and Santa Maria. Uh, Ganado eight and two, Santa Maria six and four. That's over and tapped on Thursday. Uh, Ganado with their quarterback uh, Bryce uh, Will, uh, yeah Willen, 
about 2,000 yards uh, passing, 400 yards rushing. Uh, Landon Hicks at receiver. I think Canado is just too loaded for Santa Maria. I think they named their score, and they'll take on uh, Mason in the second round. Yeah, their only two losses was to East Bernard in a competitive game, and then a Refiro. It was 30-7. to seven. I mean, I, I know, but that's – I mean, when you're playing Refiro, that's pretty That's respectable, yeah. Yeah, that's respectable, if nothing else. Refiro, speaking of, 9-1 and one, nine and one versus Ben Bolt. Five and five. This is at Alice Memorial Stadium, Thursday, 7 p.m. Give me Refurio. Yeah, give me Refurio. And they'll take on the winner of Johnson City and Schulenburg being played over in Buda on Friday. Uh, Johnson City, eight and two. Schulenburg, five and five. Give me Johnson City. Yeah, I like Johnson City. If they were not, if they were in any other draw, I feel like they could be a region threat, but they've got Refurio in the second round. Yeah. All right. Lavilia, eight and two versus three river, six and four, Thursday, 7 p.m. at Premont's Cowboy Field. Who do you got? Uh, give me Lavilia. And I love Premont Field, by the way. Is it nice? Yeah. I haven't been. Yeah, I've been by it. Never been in oh, it. Okay. But yeah, I like Lavilia uh, to win that game. And they'll take on the winner of uh, Weimer and Junction being played over in Seguin on Thursday. Give me Weiner. Weimer, Weimer, it's going to be Weimer and Lavia in the uh, second round, area round. Yeah, I've got them as well. And I actually stopped by Seguin's Matador Stadium this year when I was oh, down there. Oh, you did? There. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, it's, okay. not, it's, a, it's a good, solid, you know, middle Texas stadium. It's nothing mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, who do you have for the region, by the way? <laughs> um, You know what? I am going Mason versus Refurio in the region four final. I'm going Holland versus Refurio in the region four final at not the gonna, moment. Not going to argue too much on that. All right. That's going to do it for Class 2A Division 1. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do it all over again for Class 2A Division 2 right here on the 2A Show. Brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent Oh, man, sorry. Struggling through that commercial break, were you not? Yeah. <laughs> Should put me in charge of the board. <laughs> the board, I, the board. I, everything I touch gets <laughs> the fixed board. immediately. The board would be on fire right now if you were doing it. Terry, I see all those buttons over there. They're all lit up. Yeah. I'm good with lit buttons. <laughs> I was the old board that had no button, lit buttons. That was... Right. I didn't know. But I see green which means push, go. That's not yellow. What that means. Be careful. Red, you know, don't so, push. So I don't know what blue means. So a lot of you know, two A doesn't know Coach X yet. But if you just press green, uh-huh. that's what you get every time. Oh, oh. he doesn't don't, listen don't, to this, don't. so you can say what you want. You can finally say what you want about Coach X. He doesn't listen to two A. He doesn't listen to anything that doesn't have his stuff on it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything uh, just in case because it. I said something last week and he is. Thoroughly. Did you see his Coach X picks for 3A and 4A? No, I haven't read them yet. Oh, my God. Is He's he flaming angry? the heck out of me. Dude. I told you, dude. That, that's what happens. All right. We did Class 2A Division One. That's and, okay, though. Is it? Yeah. I mean, you don't, look, you don't, I'm up here in a major studio. You don't punch down? <laughs> that's right. You and I'm play. playing, like, high-stakes poker, and yeah. he's at the 
I don't know, Cub Scout dad meeting. He eats at the kids' tables, you know, or something. <laughs> yeah. Electric Good Lord, Uno. Have a cigarette. Dude, you sound like smoke. a smoker, man. No, man. It's been a rough couple of weeks. I know you weeks. don't smoke, but it sounds like you do. Yeah, I know. It's been a rough, rough couple of weeks, but I'm here, and that's what's you know, important. Nicotine's a gateway drug, right? Quit doing it. <laughs> Did y'all have a drug presentation at work or something today? Because you've been on the gate. That's like the third time you've mentioned gateway drug. I did. Did you have to do something, some online? No, but a girl ordered? did bring me crab cakes today how does it, what does it have to do with never mind you asked me about how it works man. hey you, you want to talk i can only tell you about lunch because i don't know what the rest of the day what i do during the day uh, you want to talk about food though dude we have a new sponsor who average farms average oh average don't I start say, i don't like eckridge go to ev ev ridge farms.com and you want to go there because they raise west texas waigu from birth to harvest they have cool things not only that that part in of itself is perfectly awesome uh but they have month uh farmers club of the month meat boxes Uh, i'm showing you can't see this but right now i'm showing the fans some of the meat boxes that they have uh and that you can go check if they have everything from basically a state box steak box to a west texas family box a box a grill master box a ground beef that you can stock up on you can get up to 20 pounds per serving uh, four ground beef, you know, that, that, you know, this is way better than the old school, the dude driving in the truck with the freezer in the back. It's called Schwann's. No, Omaha. Or Omaha. Schwann's, Schwann's oh, yeah. is pretty awesome. It's okay uh, for like chicken tenders and nuggets and yeah. stuff, but you want some Wagyu, man. You're going to go oh. to averagefarms.com and check yeah. them out. And, this and they a, have a meat box. They have a, I mean, anything that's a meat box. No, we, we don't know them well <laughs> enough. Don't say anything. How did you know I was about to? I'm about to. I just know you. I've been doing this. Can I just say something about no. Saturday date night? No, no. let's okay. now pull up the class. And we do thank okay. them for being a sponsor of the playoffs and our state championship week, which, by the way, real quick, uh, state championship. It's going to be fun. We always do a pregame and we always do a postgame for 2A, 3A, and 4A. Oh, I'm so glad we don't have to do the 5A and 6A stuff this year. But. Oh, sorry. I. Entered into agreement with um, Dr. Pepper. Oh, no. You've heard of that soda? Yeah. Oh, I and was... I've told them we'll do 5A and okay. 6A. That, that would be my luck. But anyway, we're also, I stay home and watch the games on uh, TV or on laptop, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. so I can do the pregame and postgame stuff. So we're going to do watch parties where you can join me on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, on uh, our S2S Grant and, and Terry.com Live. So I'm left out. You can come over too, but you're going to be at the games. Well, yeah, I'll be at the games, but you just want to pull up your phone. Hey, that's what you'll do. You remember when Facebook Live first started? And that's how everybody would broadcast games. That's what you'll do. You'll sit in the and just broadcast the game. But I cannot gonna, broadcast the game because we'll, we're media members and oh, we don't want to get in trouble. Hey, Matt Steph won't say anything. Matt, you're our buddy. Wink, wink. You won't say anything. But no, we will be doing a live watch party. The game will not be shown. It'll be me watching the game, but you can come in and join in. Oh, gonna, that'll be fun. Well, we're gonna, you, watching you watch a game. We're gonna, that's would, awesome. Okay, dude, would you quit knocking our damn I'm, stuff? I swear I'm to just God. Saying, that sounds cool. Watching you watch a game <laughs> sounds really cool. You know, Noah like, and I did can, that, and for out drank the coverage, and, and we had over a thousand people watching the Cowboys. Your mom clicked one thousand. <laughs> no, she, my mom's a Washington Commanders fan. She did not click, but anyway, but she's a Terry fan but, too. Oh, but we will also be having coaches on. So, uh, to you. So there. <laughs> really got me, man. Sorry. I don't, I don't even know so, what to say. I have no energy, man. I can't even come up with comebacks right now. I got no game. Either. Ain't got, oh, I can't even fight that right now. All right, now let's get into class two. A division. You're doing great. I got the clapper. You're doing great. Yay. I would, I would say that made me blush, but that's just the fever. <laughs> Terry's mom and dad says, yay, we're clapping our kid. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right, let's get into Class 2A, Division 2. All right. Region 1, who do we got first? Uh, Groover and Shamrock. Uh, do you know I actually have a meteorite that was found in Groover? Really? hmm You still have all those meteorites? I do. I guess I had thought you had gotten – so a few years ago, uh, you were really – I mean, I'm not saying you aren't now. In fact, that's part of the story. But a few years ago, you were really big into it. I thought you had gotten away from it, but you haven't. You're still really big into it. Yeah, I'm not buying as many yeah. now. Um, but I still have them. Well, yeah. I have like 10 rocks in the back that are meteorites. If you'd like to. No, I'm a seasoned veteran. Oh, 
so you don't take lava rocks and take I, them in. I know what is a meteorite and what is not. From watching well, anyway, aliens. Gruber, eight and two. What? Huh? <laughs> you sound like the biggest smoker. I you sound s- like you should be sitting you know down in a cafe like, and, <laughs> in Ropesville <laughs> <laughs> drinking coffee on Saturday and bitching about the... <laughs> It's funny you say cafe. I sound like Flo from Alice. <laughs> you kiss my grits. Man, maybe I should just do this show. Okay, I'll take a nap. No, I'll need you. your help. But... No, push the green button, go. <laughs> Is it just the green one? That's it? Yeah, yeah, sure, buddy. Just I mean, there's like eight of them, but just okay. That, just push the green button oh, over and over. No, okay, never mind. Do away the green button. All right, let's uh, get back on track. Right, let's go, man. You're trying to derail this. Groover eight and two, Shamrock five and five. This play being played over in Borger mm, Plaza Mexican Ooh. food. Some of the best Mexican food ever. Anyway, uh, Groover eight and two, Shamrock five and five. Groover's uh, quarterback uh, Briggs uh, Satterfield is a dual threat quarterback. Michael McCloy uh, at receiver. Too much offense uh, for Groover for or. For Shamrock's defense to defend, give me Groover big time in this one. Groover wins, and if you go and eat the stacked enchiladas, you will win as well. Or just have the enchiladas and the chili relleno. Yeah, that's really good, too. Yeah. All right. They'll take on the winner of Ropesville and Rawls being played over in Abernathy uh, on Thursday. Give me Ropes. uh, Yeah, Ropesville uh, in a somewhat close one, I think. Yeah. Uh, It'll be Ropesville and Groover. What do you think? I like ropes, Eagles in this one. So I will admit, I used to think that this school was called Ropesville Ropes. Like the Mm -hmm. ropes were their mascot. (laughs) I was, I thought that was so awesome until finally reading through Dave Campbell. I was like, oh. This was just yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It it was in the last. We do a two A show. It was in the last five years i really was i mean mean, partly because it's not like ropesville's been on the you know the state scene ever and so i just didn't know who they were but i legitimately thought they were the ropesville ropes well if you're from ropesville i've been on the ropesville scene a long time oh you've been doing the ropesville rope eagles show for years now well i've been on pregame a few times oh have you Mm -hmm. uh, we're talking about the ropes uh ropesville playing um clarendon seven and three 2018 when they one or Clarendon, are you gonna let me finish seven and three versus boys ranch two and eight friday 7 p.m at amarillo's bivens stadium uh give me clarendon boys ranch will be playing six fan next year what are you laughing at <laughs> i just hate that name i'm sorry what yeah. boys ranch. <laughs> i guess i don't know all right clarendon seven and three i yes, just said I, I like i know oh. i'm just trying to recover oh, from God. what what's going on in my head. i don't know why this clarendon, seven and three i think yes i think clarendon will win they'll take on the winner of sudan and seagrays being played over in slayton on thursday uh give me sudan to take on uh to win and take on clarendon sudan's trent uh wilson at quarterback about two thousand yards passing 700 yards rushing uh sudan's just going to be too much offensively for seagraves yeah i agree that's it you disagree I okay. agree. I, All right. I think they cool. win. I cool. We say we don't talk every game. Good, good on you, mate. All right, Lockney <laughs> and Morton. Lockney seven and three. Morton five and five. That's over in Hereford. Uh, give me Lockney in this one. Yeah, give me Lockney in this one. Though I do think it could be closer than the uh, than their records, but I, I think Lockney pulls away at the end. All right, uh, they'll take on the winner of Wellington and Vega. Uh, Wellington seven and three. Vega two and seven. This is over in Pampa on Thursday. Uh, Wellington's defense only allows an average of 9.7 points a game. Yeah. Uh, that Wellington offense is moving the football. Um, give me Wellington all day in this one. This Wellington might be a dark horse well, in region one. I was going to say that this, the, this South side of the bracket, as I call it, looking at top to bottom, it, there's two or three teams that could make a run from this, th- this part of the bracket. Oh, I know. I'm, you know, I'm kind of scared to even pick a region final on this one to be honest with you all right well we have to here in a minute so anyway so i can defer we both we both think well it's a new home versus hell center thursday 4 p.m at lubbock's lowry field uh new home of course on the year they're 10 and 0 and they have just been absolutely dominating everybody the closest game on the year was roscoe all the way back in september 22 to 15 since then uh they've given up only 14 points in one game that's 7.4 points a game on average thank you appreciate that 
Math. Uh, you know, they, they, they look to, and we talked about it, John Ward and all, and, and I still do think that they're the favorite in this side, but I'm just saying it's, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher uh, going through the bottom than we, I mean, they're looking at the winner of Sunray. I'm assuming you're saying New Home's going to win that game by uh, a lot. Yeah, Sun, okay. Sunray, or Sunray, I'm sorry, New Home wins this one. Yeah, they'll take on the winner of Sunray and Wheeler. Yeah, and that game is Friday at 7 p.m. at Perryton's Ranger Stadium, uh, Sunray. Yeah, Sunray, man, their quarterback, Armando Lujan, uh, receivers. They got three really good receivers, by the way, in Sunray. And Damian uh, Beringen, uh let's see, Dawson Bennett and Keegan Davis. So, yeah, Sun Sunray, one of the best offenses in the region, I think. I think uh, Sunray and New Home in the second round will be one hellacious area round matchup well you know last year they played in the second round and uh new home won 22 to 21 wow you know that that's the thing when you look at and and they're gonna play a lot of the same teams possibly Mm -hmm. Uh, but when you look at their playoff run they beat hell pretty bad uh they beat sunray by one they beat clarendon by six and they beat wellington by 15 and and a lot of those teams are the ones staying right in the middle of them again And, and it might be a little out of order but they could see that exact same path in saying that you know, the top half of this bracket, if you're Groover, you got to kind of like your draw in this rack. Right yeah. Because I think they, I, I think that they have it until the Clariton matchup. And I think Clariton might be a, just a little bit less than they were last year. Uh, but I'm going to go Groover's uh, new home in the region final right now. That's kind of who I'm thinking All as right. well. And again, we can change these from week to week. This isn't our set in stone. We, we kind of adjust as we see how these teams play through the playoffs. All right, let's go to region two. Wink nine and one versus Cross Plains four and six. This game's Friday, San Angelo, San Angelo Stadium, three p.m. Already with a day game. I love that. Uh, give me Wink, but I will say this: Wink went, and I'm not saying that their only thing is their running back, but that is a big part of their thing. And those yeah, teams, he averages 162 yards rushing yeah, a game. And, and those teams tend to have to slog it out a little bit harder sometimes against teams. And I don't think it'll happen this round, but I just want to make that point. Uh, I have Wink winning. I think they can pretty much name their score this week. Yeah, because, you know, Wink also has a really good running quarterback in yes. uh, Jeremiah Gallardo. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, you've got a really good uh, running back that averages 162 yards a game, and then you've got to account for a quarterback on the pitch and pull. Right. Yeah. So, or zone read, whatever the, the, their weakness. And it's not really a true weakness, but they have been scored upon at times. Uh, and, and you know, that that's the thing you're going to have to look forward to. If that running game can't keep the other team off the field that they tend to be able to score, they'll play the winner of Munster six and four versus Haskell four and five. Uh, this game's Thursday, 7 PM at Graham's Newton field. This is one of those games where the records look the same, but I give me Munster they can almost name their own score. Yeah, Munster all day long. It'll be Munster Wink in a in the great area. second round matchup. Yeah, yes. Munster six and four. Go look at their losses. And they're all young. Oh, yeah, they're all sophomores right? and juniors and some freshmen. This team, as long as they stay healthy. By the way, you have a, we have a Munster show you can hear each and every week on the network. Uh, but yeah, Munster will win that one. Albany 10 and 0 versus El Dorado 5 and 4 Thursday, Colorado City's Wolf Stadium. We've already talked too long on this game. <laughs> Albany will name their score. Yeah, too much Adam Hill, Kaysen Fairchild, yeah. uh, Chip Chambers. You know, Albany or yeah, Albany has outscored their opponents four forty-seven to seventy-six. That's that, crazy. I mean, both of those numbers, aside <laughs> from the other one, are awesome. And then when you combine it together, it just shows you why Albany's the prohibitive favorite. Yeah, and then they'll take on the winner of Seymour and Celeste. Seymour eight and two, Celeste seven and three. This is over in Bowie on Friday. Give me Seymour all day long. Give me Celeste. Give Do me you? Ce- yeah, I, I think, think Celeste Seymour's, wins by two or three touchdowns. I think it's the other way around. I, I just look Celeste last year should have been in the second round. They were up. I just don't know that Celeste knows how to finish the big game. Well, I think they do now. I, I think that was part of their problem last year, and I think they do now. In fact, I think them not having to play a Winthorpe-type team in the first round helps them. I, I don't think Seymour's bad. Don't get me wrong. The Panthers are solid. I think just Seymour is more physical up front. I do. I Man, think Celeste, Celeste is really big this year, dude. Yeah. Like, but, really I mean, big. I've seen big. No, you're right. We've seen big and we've right. seen fat. I but, think Celeste is probably – uh, the more athletic team, but I think Seymour just is going to prove too much. I'll say this. 
Celeste will beat out. No, if if Albany wasn't their second round thing, I would have Celeste as a dark horse in the region. Yeah, Albany would be a but, tough. Yeah, round. In the, and that's, it, for either, either way, one of these it's teams, probably yeah. <laughs> canceling out. Yeah, but then that's why this is okay. why as I look this at the, the only kid, game we disagreed on so far. Well, this is the only game we're talking. This is what happens on our show. We get in depth about a game that's going to be a good game. And then you look we'll at the have second. no bearing yeah, on the region. Honestly, yeah. it might not. Sometimes that's frustrating, but that's how it works. Winthor State 2 versus Lindsay 5-5. Five and five. <clears throat> Sorry. Thursday, 7 p.m. at Bowie's Jackrabbit Stadium. Give me Winthor. Lindsay's a really solid team this year, but they're really small. Uh, yeah. I, I watched some of their Munster game. And, Why? And because I have a Munster show. So I, oh, okay. I watched all, all right. Munster's games. <laughs> you were really bored. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lindsay's actually pretty good this year. Okay, I mean, they're five and five, but yeah. Really be, bored. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, give me Winthorst in that one. And I think they could, in fact, I think Winthorst, going back now, uh, dark horse type team, I, I could see Winthorst being it. They've re- they're like hey. Munster, dude. They're really young, but they kind of aged quicker. Yeah, and they got a dual threat quarterback, yes, Brock Belcher, man. That that kid can go. So, yeah, give me Winthorst uh, in this one. They'll take on the winner of Roscoe and McCamey. This is being played over in Kermit. Pretty cool stadium as yes. well. I have not been to a game there, but Kevin and I have been out to West Texas on a trip. A couple of pictures. Uh, give me Roscoe in this one. So, it'll be Rock. Roscoe and Winthorst in the area around. And then Collinsville versus Archer City. Collinsville 9 and 1, Archer City four, uh, 5 and 4. This is over in Bridgeport. Uh, you know, Collinsville, their offense averages 49 points a game. Logan Jenkins, the quarterback, has thrown for over 3,200 yards. Yeah, I mean, he is, he is Baron Morton of Eastland. He literally, he's not as big. I, I not know, as I, big and as physical, but he's got a better arm. Yeah, and he he can legitimately And put, we see what Baron Morton's done, has done with Tech, his yeah. arm at Tech. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if they would, if, if Joey would stick with him, there's some good things ahead for Tech. But for Collinsville, he can throw them to as far as they want to go. But we saw with Cooper, when, when you play a physical team that can run the ball, that can give them problems. And the problem that faces Collinsville is, you're going to start seeing a lot of those going forward. Yeah, but not it won't this happen round. this round. No. <laughs> uh, they'll take on the winner of Miles in Sterling City. Uh, Miles seven and three, Sterling City six and three. This is over in San Angelo on Thursday. Give me Miles in this one. They played at the beginning of the year, and Sterling City won 36-32. I don't think anything has changed to where it won't be that type of game again. It'll be close. I like Miles, too. I'm a big proponent of when you play a team twice, if the first one's close, give me the loser the second time. It, it just seems like, you know. Seems like that's how it always works yeah, out, right? Yeah, and the other two losses for Miles was to Albany and to Roscoe. And remember a couple weeks ago, that was that 34-33 to game. Well, Roscoe had to pull that out at the end. So I, I, I think my, I think Miles is one of those teams that could give Collinsville some headaches in the second round, and I do think they'll play in the second round. All yeah. right. So who do you have in this region playing? Um, I've got. Oh, man, <coughs> I knew you were going to ask this. Um, I might have Winthorst. Ooh. Coming through as a young team. No, 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 no. I've got Albany. I always go. Well, that, that Winthorpe still goes oh, south yeah, yeah, and play yeah, That is south. Yeah. Uh, I've got Albany and, oh, man. I yeah, t- Albany and Winthorpe. I tend to go more conservative with our first round. I'm going to go Albany and Collinsville, A, because I would love to see that game. Um, I think Collinsville's matured a little bit more compared to last year when they played and got mm-hmm. it was like 66 to 36. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to be more conservative right now, but I can see that Winthors. I mean, I just like cheddar worse from that store and uh, Winthors. <laughs> hey, we don't always make our picks because of the football. All right, let's go to region three. We got Sims Bowie seven and three versus Wortham six and four Friday, 7 PM at Lone Oaks Buffalo stadium. So you talk about watching stuff and being bored. I sometimes somehow ended up watching two, almost full length Sims Bowie's games. Okay. i Full disclosure, I have watched a Sims movie game yeah, and on a, a Sunday have, yeah. when everybody in the house was asleep. Dude, that's so, li- well, I mean, I was the only person not, the same thing. They're not um, – uh, Sims Bowie is really, really good. They got a really good they physical might not quarterback. Be, yeah, they might not be a state championship level type team, but I could see them going to a region final if, they, if everything breaks right and they stay healthy and they play well. Who knows? The only problem is they would have Mart in. Well, and that's uh, what bit them last year. Last year they beat Heiko and they beat Deweyville, and then they lost to Mart. I, I, 
I kind of see them. It's not, it's, it's Wortham this year, but I kind of see the exact same path because it's Sims and Wortham. I've got Sims, uh, Bowie, they're playing Deweyville eight and two versus Mountain Enterprise five and four. That game is Friday, 7 PM at Shelby's Dragonville, Shelbyville's Dragon Stadium. Uh, I got Deweyville in that game. I do too, man. Uh, Deweyville's uh, Elijah Curl, 1,200 yards passing. C.J. Milton, about 1,000 yards uh, uh, rushing at running back, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Deweyville. I think Deweyville and Sims Bowie will be a great second-round matchup. Yeah, I, I do too. All right, and then, then we go Mark 10-0 versus Cumby 3-7 and seven Thursday, mm. Athens-Bruceville. Probably one of the most unfortunate yeah, matchups, man. Well, hey, Cumbie made news a few weeks ago when they gave up like 76 points to uh, Flinton Kildare. Uh, let me see, what was that? 84 to 70. I'm sorry, they gave up 84 points. So they scored 70 loss. And now that is one thing Cumbie can do this year. Uh, in their losses, their losses, they have scored 80 or 70 and 58 and 42. You know what's going to happen, though? Yeah, they're going to get their... Yes, yeah, and Mark is going to hold them to their all-time low. Yeah, it, it won't even they won't, I mean, they won't. Cumbie might put up, with trash points, 14 points. Uh, this is the first time they've made the playoffs in like four or five seasons, uh, and it's going to be a quick stay. But, hey, you get that extra week of practice. Okay, so Mark will take on the winner of Cinderella Overton Yeah, who, versus Evadel, four and six, Thursday over in uh, St. Augustine. Um, Overton? I mean, great season, man. Nine and one. Their uh, quarterback, Bryce Still, about 2,500 yards passing. Um, their receiver, Jaden Edwards, about 1,000 yards receiving. Give me Overton, man. This is a magical season. They'll go on to take on the winner of Tennessee Hall and Hold Aceta. What do you think? Uh, yeah, they won't go on and take on the winner of. They'll go on. No, Mark. Yeah, yeah I'm Mark. sorry. Martin Cumbie. Yeah, yeah, I like Overton. I mean, look, first off, congratulations to Overton. This is a this is one of those few programs in East Texas that has rarely ever had success. Uh, and usually when they make the playoffs, they're one round and out. Scotty LeMance is doing a great job there. Uh, unfortunately, their second round is going to be really tough. But, hey, this yeah. is a building block. Yeah, get man, the win. He's got to get there. Yeah, and I think they will win this one, and I, I think they'll win pretty comfortable as long as the big lights of the playoffs don't get to them. Yeah, uh, and to, I don't think it will. I, don't I think either. they'll name their score. In I this agree. One. All right, Tennehall and Holdasetta. Um, man, what do you like? I like Tennehall. I, I yeah, think I, I, I don't even think it's close. Actually, yeah, it's I, over in Jasper, right? Yeah, right Friday. now, I, I I feel like Tennehall might be. I guess technically would be a dark horse because Love Ladies in the in this side of the bracket. But I I feel like Tennehall might be playing for a while. You know, you look at Tennehall's eight and two in any other school. A lot of other just schools or teams that were average for a long time. You look at them and say, oh, eight and two, they could. But it's Tennehall yep. two losses. Right? Oh yeah, this and it's easy to get caught up in that. But you got to look at that program. And again, we always talk <clears throat> about it. The Ward brothers, Terry Ward's the head coach. Now That's they. Right. They they did go through their stretch the last few years where they went to a couple coaches and there was some unhappiness and all. But when you bring you a, got a ward, man. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say when you bring a ward in and two a, you're going to win. And you're you're winning football and baseball. Yeah, exactly. And and Tennessee, I feel, is just built right now to make a long run. Yeah. All right. They'll take on the winner of Dawson and Lyndon Kildare. The Silver and Royce City on Friday. Give me Dawson in this one. Give me Dawson, but as we talked about the Cumbie team, one thing that Lindell can do is score. Lindell. The one thing Lyndon Kildare can do is score, uh, but they have a tendency not to give up or a tendency to give up a ton of points. I, I think Dawson will probably name their own score. Yeah, and I think Dawson's defense is good enough to hold LK. I do too, because LK average. struggled for most of the year and kind of got hot against the yeah. against the be, uh, lesser teams in their district. And they'll play, uh, I'm sorry, they'll play the winner 10 home. Uh, then Love Lady 10 and 0 versus Price Carlisle 4 and 6. This is at Cross Crockett's Driscoll Stadium. I don't think anybody had Pros, uh, Price Carlisle 4 and 6 this year. No. I, I know the coach left and went to Henderson, but they have a really good coach in, in place. They have a, 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 you know, that they were replacing a lot, but they're a program that kind of reloads. I think Love Lady will win. But Price Carlisle's lineage tells me this is going to be a tougher game than people might think. Yeah, probably going to be a dogfight over in Crockett. Uh, but give me Love Lady in this one. They'll take on the winner of Maud and Heiko. Uh, this is over in Kaufman on Friday. Give me Heiko. I think Heiko 
and Love Lady will be a nice second round matchup. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All right, who do you see in this region? Um, God, I always get caught off guard by that. Uh, Mart and could it be Martin Love Lady? See, I'm thinking Martin Tenahall, but I like the Martin Love Lady well, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, when Love Lady gets against Tenahall in the region semifinals, that is going to be a tough out for uh, Love Lady. I'm I'm still sticking with Love Lady, but I can totally see Tenahall right. and Mart. All right, let's go to region four. And to what a semi or a, a state or, or a region final game and name. Oh yeah, and Mart and Tenahall. And in that wow. bottom half of the bracket, again, just Love Lady playing Price Carlisle in the first round, and then Love right. Lady and Tenahall. Mart, I, I just I, I don't see anybody. The, the, to me, Mart to the region is one of the most comfortable picks you can make. Oh yeah, and, and not and part of it's because of Mart, but also I just think they have this again. Seeding still matters. That draw for them is so much better than if they were in the bottom half of the bracket. Yeah, and more on Mart <laughs> going forward from the second and third round. Too, oh yeah, oh way. yeah. All right, Region Four, Bremont seven and three versus Yorktown four and five Thursday seven p.m. at Giddings Buffalo Stadium. Uh, give me Bremont. Yeah, uh, Bremont's Terrence Scott averaging about 134 yards rushing a game. Bremont names their score in this one. They'll take on their winner at Brunei and Savinal. Uh, this is over in Kennedy on Thursday. Give me Brunei and uh, their quarterback, uh, Coben Zan, who's a dual-threat quarterback. Pretty good defense over in Brunei. Um, so, yeah, Brunei and uh, Bremont in the second round, I think. All right. I agree with you. Fall City seven and three versus Iola six and four Thursday seven p.m. at Smith Mills Smithville's Tiger Stadium. Give me Fall City. I think it's a close game, but give me Fall City. Yeah, it just Fall City with their quarterback uh, Braylon Johnson uh, over a thousand yards rushing, thousand yards passing. Um, I, I actually think Fall City might name their score. In this yeah, game. I kind of think so too. Rock Springs five and two versus Woodsboro four and six Thursday at Floresville's Eckenberg's Field. Give me Rock Springs. I like Rock Springs as well. All right. Brackettville, eight and two versus Pettis, two and seven. San Antonio's Edgewood Memorial Stadium. Is that the one? That was the one we were at, wasn't it? Uh, no, but it is a nice stadium, but not. Uh, we were at. Uh, I thought that's what. I Heroes. Thought, or, oh, yeah, that's right. Heroes. 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 Yeah. Heroes sorry. Yeah. Uh, give me Rock Springs in that game. Yeah. Rock. I mean, Rock I'm sorry. Springs. Give me Brackville, Brackettville. Brackettville. In that game. Okay. Man, you got me messed up. I know, man. I've been doing that. Uh, so we both have Brackettville. Yeah, Brackettville versus uh, Rock Springs in the second round. All right, Burton versus Granger. Br Burton six and four. Granger eight and two. Thursday seven p.m. at Rockdale's Tiger Stadium. Ooh, Granger, underrated. Yeah, let me tell you, man. They're Chase Edwards, their quarterback, really good. Uh, Thomas Youngblood at uh, at receiver. Give me Granger, and I'm not so sure Granger can't make a state uh, chance to go to the region finals here. I agree, but I think this is going to be a dogfight. You know, Burton comes in six and four, uh, but they lost to Falls City 28 to 20. They mm -hmm. lost to Schulenberg, and they lost to San Antonio Holland uh, uh, Cross and Holland. So, I mean, those are some quality losses. I like Granger yeah. in this game, but this is one of those first-round games we talk about you better watch out for. I could see this going down to the wire now. Yeah. All right, Algaduce and uh, Centerpoint, uh, or Centerpoint, uh, being played over Friday in Kennedy. Give me Agaduce. Yeah, give me the Longhorns. I love their helmets, by the way. Give me them. Uh, their losses were to Freer and Santa Maria, 18 to 14 to 28 to 20. I'm not going to say they can name their score, but it's going to be comfortable. Yeah, and then they'll take on the winner of Chilton and Louise. Chilton 9 and 1, Louise 6 and 4. This is over in Giddings on Friday. Give me Chilton. Yeah, give me Chilton as well. Now, this is a region that is a dogfight. It, this is yeah. and I again we can we can talk about at the end of the day will it matter with who they'll probably face in the in the semifinals I don't care there's going to be between Bremont and Fall City and Granger and uh, Chilton I, I I could I could name any one of those teams and feel comfortable saying that, that those will be the two region finals I'm going to go right now Fall City and Chilton okay I'm going a little different I'm going Bremont and the surprise Granger. I have no problem with that. Uh, and, and I still think though, and, and it's not because of Granger. I still think that Burton game might end up being way tougher. And I don't want to underestimate Chilton either though. By the oh, way. Yeah. oh yeah. One of the most athletic teams in uh two a division two. No, I, I totally agree with that. All right. 
Man, that felt like the true first sideline to sideline two A show that we did this year because we just stretched out and had I a think turn. All of ten of them were true. I know. I'm just you. Punch that red button over there. See what that one does. That's the only way you learn. That's weird. I'm DJ Terry. <laughs> I hate Matt. Have a cigarette, dude. You sound like ass. You make me feel so good sometimes. That's Grant Good, and I'm Terry Bennett. We if want you're to looking on video. He does not look much better. Look at his eyes; they're all droopy. He's got a beard. This the beard's always there. Great. I didn't. The beard didn't grow because I got sick. He looked like an aging Al Qaeda <laughs> wow. operative. Dude, this is the shortest my beard been in ten years. Remember when I had it Civil War? I did remember that. Anyway, I didn't like that. I didn't either. I was just too lazy. <laughs> that was my lazy period. <laughs> like anyway, that that smokers. It's called a cold, probably bronchitis. I still. Broadcast without that. Come without with the, the cold. Come, come here and talking. I'm in a mic. No, talking to this mic. <coughs> come here, talking to You've this. You've got mic. a windscreen. That should even be better. Any, it doesn't hide your voice when you have. You a, don't know aeronautics. All right, the show, the song's over. We got to go. Anyway, that's Grant Good, and I'm Terry Bennett. We want to thank our sponsors: SI Design and Printing, Power Plus Mouthguard, EverageFarms.com. Also, N-E-T-S-N. You can find us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. Like us on Facebook, sideline to sideline. Email us, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Until week two of the playoffs in 2A, he's Grant. I'm Terry. This has been Sideline to Sideline. Need a bigger 95, but that's all right. Because I'm running every in life.